Well, welcome to a video that most of you probably would never assume you'd see on my YouTube channel here, but this is going to be a discussion of a comic, right? I know in the past I said I don't care about comics, don't like comics, don't read comics, but here we are. I'm now reading a comic. So uh, joining me on this episode of whatever this is, I don't know if it's going to be ongoing or continuing or if this is just a one-off, but joining me on this is none other than TFG1 Mike from Geekcast Radio. Hello, hello. Yes, normally if I was able to make room in my own schedule in the comic podcast I've run for 10 years on the Geekcast Radio Network, <laughs> this would be an episode of my show, but because I pre-produce and pre-plan everything, I did not have room for this, and you wanted to talk about it, and I'm like, holy crap, Jesse wants to talk about the co The world is about to break. <laughs> Like, yeah, so so just a little <laughs> bit of background here. So a number of months ago, um, I, I had an interest in starting to read some comics. Mm -hmm. um, the Superman uh, series was essentially kind of starting over from number one. Uh, yep. Back in the 90s, uh, I had started reading Superman back when Doomsday uh, started to come around. And the whole death of Superman, resurrection of Superman, I was really into that. And then kind of fizzled out, you know, a couple of years after the return of Superman. Uh, but I bought a I bought a, uh, an iPad uh, a number of months ago. Uh, wanted to start reading digital comics. Um, I like the idea of physical comics, but they take up too much room. <laughs> yes, so, they do. Which is unfortunate because like there's a really really nice comic book shop um, that's local here to uh, where I live. Uh, I I still enjoy going there. I still enjoy visiting there. Um, more for the board games because they're kind of split between board games and, and comics. But uh, I still love going there. So, you know, still love checking out the, the covers of the comics. I just can't, you know, see spending the money on, on these physical things and then them taking up that much room. So uh, I opted for an iPad. Uh, the iPad is the size of the one that I got is like nearly identical to the size of a, you know, a standard comic. Um, so you don't really have to zoom in uh, to read anything on it. Uh, you obviously can. Uh, but you don't really have to, and it's it's pretty one to one in terms of like reading a uh, you know a standard printed comic. So um, been enjoying that. Been enjoying the new Superman series. I've started to dabble a little bit in in the uh, IDW Transformer comics. I have not finished that, but I'm like seven issues in, I think. <laughs> okay, you clarify. You're seven issues into the 2019 series. Uh, whichever one you and Ryan turn me on to. Oh god! Oh no! That, okay, you're getting to the good one. That's yeah. the, what. I'm not saying that the 29. <laughs> so you're starting with the 2005 continuity with more than meets the eye. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. So okay, good. That's kind of uh, that's kind of where I'm at with comics right now. Um, cool. But there was something that I saw posted. I, again, I'm not really much into Transformers in terms of collecting or anything much anymore. Uh, he used to be, folks. If you remember, <laughs> years and years and years ago, the man had a collection that would rival any comic book collection. I mean, to be so. fair, I still have a collection, but I've, I've been selling it off to a guy locally. So. Oh, that's, that's um, sad. You're supposed to hand it down to your kids, man. Well, she is very interested in Transformers, but I mean, I'm not, I'm not selling them all, but there's a number right. of them I, I need to get rid of. So, uh, but with that said, I, I still like to visit the Transformer news sites and a number uh -huh. of, I don't know, weeks ago, I don't think it's been months, but I would say a number of weeks ago, I started seeing this thing pop up on the Transformer news sites about a comic called uh, Void Rivals. And I'm like, how the hell does this have any, like, how does this play into Transformers at all? I have absolutely no idea, but it, it piqued my interest. So there was two things in the last. So IDW Publishing held the license for Transformers, G.I. Joe, Mass, pretty much any Hasbro intellectual property 
uh, specifically Transformers, for 17 years. At the end of 2022, they lost the license. Hasbro then said, we have a, it's, it's, uh, there was one comics news story in 2022. Hasbro at that time said, we have a new comics partner. We are not yet ready to divulge who that partner is. There had been no news of this at all until June 13th or 14th, basically the last, this this week that we're doing this video, whatever this is. Uh, and they were like, oh, guess what? We're now ready to tell you that everything everybody's been speculating, for the most part, Skybound through Image Comics, the Image Comics imprint Skybound, the Robert Kirkman-driven Walking Dead guy Skybound is now getting Transformers and G.I. Joe. So finally, we know, that's my own, that was my only gripe. I didn't care where the license went. I just want to know where it went. (laughs) I wanted, like, I need to know the basic info. So, because, like, it had, Marvel had it for years in the 80s. And my thought was, of course, this would have never happened. My thought was, ooh, it would be kind of cool if DC got it. But I know that would (laughs) never happen. (laughs) Right, right. So, so with that, that brings us to Void Rivals number one. Mm-hmm. Uh, so before we dive into our thoughts and kind of our review on it, I did want to read the quick synopsis from ImageComics.com here. So this says the blockbuster Oblivion song team of Robert Kirkman and Lorenzo De Felici. I believe that's how you say his name. Mm-hmm. I think they'd so. be the biggest new comic book series of 2023 with the launch of an all new shared universe and a surprise you won't see coming. War rages around the sacred ring where the last remnants of two worlds have collapsed around a black hole in a never ending war. However, when pilot Derek and his rival Solila both crash on a desolate planet. These two enemies must find a way to escape together. But are they alone on this strange planet? And what dark forces await that threaten the entire universe? Question mark. So that was the uh, synopsis, from, like I said, from ImageComics.com. So I'm going to turn it over to you. Kind of, what are your thoughts on this uh, issue? I dug it. I thought it was interesting and cool. And I at first did not think that. I, I didn't really think that they were in. Like I just thought they were some sort of robot life form. I didn't really realize that there were humanoids under helmets. That's exactly what I thought. I was not expecting that. So that was kind of a shock, but the bigger shock, uh, I I mean, you know, you go back to an old cartoon series from the eighties folks. I'm just too darn big to be sneaking around like this. Uh, (laughs) Anybody that most people won't remember that quote, but uh, but yeah, no, I've, I dug this. I'm, I've been getting into more of the, not that I don't read DC and Marvel. I do. I read DC more than I read Marvel, but you know, you need something different after a while. And I've been getting into more of, uh, image comics. I love their radiant black and, uh, the, the massive verse stuff that they're doing with the, the, the new superhero universe that they want, want to, that they're starting and all that. So, I dig this kind of stuff. I thought this was really cool. And at first, of course, oh, you're my enemy. I'm your enemy. Well, neither one of us want to die, so we have to work together. And then, like I said, there, there's a panel. There's a panel in here somewhere where she says something. I had I had screen capped it and sent it to you. What does she say? She says, "What made you so reckless all of a sudden?" And my first thought was, "Why? Why?" you know megatron's line from the movie like why throw away your life so recklessly and i'm like hmm i kind (laughs) of see where they're going okay that's just me inferring but like you know 
you go with what you know when you don't know what what, what what you don't know yet. And yeah, I love the art. The art's really cool. It's a mixture of, to me, it's a mixture of, it's sci-fi, it's space exploration, it's whatever, but there's also like this sort of earthbound, like like when they're on the planet after, their two sh- after his ship explodes because they crossed the wrong wire. Yep. Uh, it feels like they're in a desert. It feels like they're in sand. They're buried on some planetoid kind of thing. And that also goes to what they have to dig out of the sand, which we will get to. But what were your overall yeah so i don't i didn't know what to expect from this going in like i said i've, I've only recently just learned of of this comic and it kind of piqued mm-hmm. my interest from the uh from the transformer news sites um kind of like you when i first when i saw this cover i'm like okay these this is some sort of robotic uh mm-hmm. civilization or i guess two different robotic civilizations right because the cover yep. kind of has the two different i guess antagonists is what we're going to call them um or sorry protagonists we're going to call them um, yeah. it's kind of split down the middle so we're like seeing half of each one of them I'm like, yeah. well, these are clearly some sort of robotic life forms. And then we get to the, what is it? Page two, I believe. Yeah. Uh, page two, page three, where it's the hand starts talking. And I'm like, what is this? <laughs> yeah. I was like, wait, what? And then they call it a handroid. And yeah, I'm like. That was hilarious. Oh, okay. Handroid. Uh, okay. Uh, we, we got handroid here. We got mandroid in Earthspark. And I'm just <laughs> like, huh? Yeah, so so once I saw the hand start talking, I'm like, oh well, this clearly must be a person inside this thing. Then, and it's just has this like robotic hand of some sort. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so as I kept going, I mean, that was obviously apparent that we're dealing with actual people here, or at least mm-hmm. in with this character. Um, yeah. And then we get to the there's a there's a panel inside that actually has like the the title of Void Rivals in there, and that's mm-hmm. kind of where you see our our two protagonists um, inside there, um, kind of in a in a standoff. Um, I really dig the art. I'm, I'm not really much of a uh, connoisseur of, of uh, Kirkman um, comics. So I don't really know kind of what his writing is yet. Um, I, you know, I did watch the walking dead TV series, which I know is drastically different than the comics, um, right. especially later in the series. Uh, but I've never read any of his, any of his stuff. Um, right. So I'm right there with you. I, on, I did not know about any of it. Like, I did not know what his writing style was. But also, I am the complete opposite of you. I do not care about zombie apocalyptic things. I do not care about zombies. I, the closest thing I come to zombies is Rob Zombie and Living Dead Girl. That's it. <laughs> that's why I call Robert Kirkman the Living Dead Guy. Because that's all, like, I'm not trying to belittle the man or anything, but like, that's what I knew him from was he was the creator of the walking dead. So this is the first time I've read anything he's written and I thoroughly enjoyed it. And it has nothing to do with zombies yet. (laughs) Yet. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So I I enjoyed the writing. Uh, I really liked the art. Mm -hmm. Um, The art is kind of what you described. It's it's sort of of a a sci-fi esque. It sort of reminded me of like, um, retro futurism in some aspect, mm-hmm. um, which I really dig. I really dig that art style. So yeah, overall I liked it. I'm very curious to kind of see where this is going. Um, one thing that, uh, I did note here in, um, uh, the notes that I've got for us, which I found was kind of interesting is, um, let's see what page is this on, uh, page, I guess I didn't write down the page, but towards the very end, it says, send your questions to void rivals at skybound.com. 
at the very bottom, it says that void rivals and all related characters are trademarks of Hasbro. Hasbro. That's page 27. Page 27. Okay. Yeah. Which I found very interesting because I, uh, I know that, and we're going to get to this in just, just a few minutes just here. Few I know, minutes, yeah. I know where this is leading to, or <laughs> yes. at least kind of where, you know, some things are jumping off to. Um, but I found it very interesting that this property here is a property of Hasbro. I, yeah, that's interesting to me. I think that's because maybe this is again, they're wanting to start this shared universe and they're want they're wanting to bring in two of our favorite franchises and like we've said Transformers and GI Joe are now with Skybound under Image under Hasbro under whatever Rock Lords, you want to say they're under. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, I like, so that was the thing. Like, I didn't really. So when I reached the end of the comic, I was like, okay, that's the end. And yes, I knew there was the, the preview for uh, Transformers, which we'll talk about in a moment. But I skipped to that image. I did not even look at the letter. I did not even look at the letter from Mr. Kirkman. I didn't need. <laughs> initially, when I first. I, when I, I read this. Okay, so how I read comics so I can maintain and, and retain for when I eventually do a podcast or a video cast or whatever the hell this is. We don't know what it is yet, folks. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I will read it twice. I will read it once for the story so I can feel the story out and whatever else. And then I will read it tw- the, the second time to prepare to be able to discuss it without having to. Oh, uh, hang on a second, folks. I have to cut this out in the editing because, oh my God, I don't remember what page that was on. And that's, I don't really take, I take notes, but I don't take notes. Yeah. Um, so basically when I got to the end of the story, I'm like, okay, that's the end of the story. I know there's the preview page for the Transformers title. I completely skipped over, send your questions to whatever, but I did go back and I reread that and I was like, oh, right. And then I saw the giant has. I haven't even zoomed in on this. It's the full page of that letter page from Mr. Kirkman. The the two images of the two characters at the top and the giant ass Hasbro logo at the bottom left. Like you can't yep. miss that. Right. Like, so I'm like, okay, I will zoom in on that. I'm like, oh, so yeah, that is very interesting. <laughs> and this is their second attempt to start a shared universe. Yeah, so I'm, I'm, I mean, now that I know that these are right, these are characters. This this whole world is kind of Hasbro owned. Yep. I'm curious to see if like these characters may pop up anywhere else in other media. I'm curious to know if so far, without doing any Google searching and typing, if there are going to be any action figures of these two characters yet. Yeah, that's what I'm wondering because this isn't like uh, if you if you read this and you kind of get to the end um mm-hmm. right we talked about i mean we haven't gone into what we've seen in uh, in this particular issue yet yeah. um but uh we know that the transformers we know that gi joe are coming right this could have just been like a one off uh uh issue but we right. know that there's right this is going to be an ongoing series mm-hmm. so i'm very curious to kind of see you know what happens with this is this uh is this going to show up in other media are there going to be toys to this? Are they trying to introduce a brand new property, um, right, to get new toys out there? Um, so, yeah, I'm very curious to kind of see where this goes. There is a, uh, this is like the last pane of the the comic itself. Mm-hmm. Each character takes off their helmet, and we see yep. that they're very human-like, but they also have yeah. jewels on their forehead. <laughs> and they're two opposite colors and two opposite shapes. Yep. So it's showing you that one is from one race and one is from the other. It, it's it, 
it's basically an Autobot symbol and a Decepticon symbol without saying that they're auto. <laughs> like, ser- seriously, I mean, granted, they're on their foreheads and not on their, like, shoulders or legs or whatever, but, like, that's what it makes me think of is the Autobot and Decepticon logo because the whole comic, they're like, at the beginning, they're like, oh, you're my enemy. Well, you're my enemy. Well, I hate you. And they don't right. really show they don't really show off the the emotion of hate, but they come to the point of, well, if we want to stay alive, I want to stay alive. I'm pretty sure you want to stay alive, then that means we have to work together in order to stay alive because we can't just disco dance our way through the 70s and we're not <laughs> staying alive that long. Right. If we did that. So <laughs> Right. It's yeah. like, I mean, this is obviously a story that plays out right all throughout humanity. It's like, oh, I don't like you and you don't like me. So we got to, mm-hmm. we hate each other. We got to fight. Um, but when I was reading this, what it sort of reminded me of, and I'm a big, uh, a big Robotech fan. I, I, I noted this in the, in the uh, show notes here that I shared. It sort mm-hmm. of reminded me of the Micronians and the Zentradi from Robotech or Macross. Yeah. Um, and that it's once, yeah, once they like take off their, their helmets, it's like, they're pretty much identical, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? I mean, the, the people here, I mean, one happens to be male, one happens to be female, just based on how I'm, how I'm seeing this. That's what my yeah. assumption is. But yeah, so we have that. And then we have the, the before, right before that, we have the reveal of really why we're here, yep. why we are here. Yep. Uh, and Jetfire, what is the one thing you notice about Jetfire? I'm wondering if we notice the same thing. The one thing I notice about Jeff. Well, I mean, should we explain like how they come, like how he comes to be? Sure. Yep. All right. So the, the two, the two uh, protagonists here, right. They're stuck on this planet. They each had their own ship. Uh, Each one of their ships is no longer functional. um, And when they attempt to repair one of the ships using pieces from the other ship, it ends up blowing up and then they're just kind of stuck there on the planet. Um, so the female protagonist kind of walks off. Uh, the male protagonist is trying to figure out how to fix one of the ships. Female protagonist comes back. Uh, again, her name is Solila, I believe. Um, and, uh, she, you know, she's trying to get Derek uh, to follow her, saying that, you know, she found something that may may help here. And what ends up being is this spaceship that's seemingly stuck in the ground and has been buried there uh, for quite a while. They uh, give it some some energy just to kind of check out the systems and what ends up happening is the ship transforms and it ends up being jet fired now you say they give it some energy what kind of en- okay so all right so you well, say it's yellow it's yellow here right that's what like i've never heard of yellow energon i, I yeah. mean what did they do did they make him drink piss really <laughs> seriously like um hmm but yes it is jet fire and the one thing I noticed, even though he goes on to say it's been millions and millions of years, I don't. I assume this was a specific art choice, or maybe this was Hasbro saying, "No, don't do that yet." He does not have a faction symbol anywhere on his robot mode. Normally, Jetfire would have a Decepticon symbol right there on his chest, or an Autobot symbol if he's already been, you know, come around to the right side of thinking, uh, and. That's the one thing I noticed about Jetfire was, damn, he ain't got no symbol, man. Yeah, and I think that's so. Let's see, what page is this? The problem twenty-one because yeah, it doesn't have like the actual page numbers on it. So yeah, so on, on page twenty-one, right, it's kind of his his chest is like kind of center focused in that pa- uh, that panel. Yeah, and yeah, you absolutely do not see anything there. And if you go uh, two more pages, the very first panel on that page, right, is kind of like uh, almost framed it's- in the 
mm-hmm. forming sound that it's making. Where again, yeah. you see his, his that chest with absolutely no faction no, no faction symbol on it whatsoever. And again, maybe that's something that maybe it rubbed off under the sand. Maybe the sand corroded it. Whatever kind of you know, like, there's all kinds of story. It might, it might be a pre-rub symbol version. <laughs> Very rare. But yeah, no, I, I I thought that was that that was a really good, interesting thing, and obviously they need a ship. Yeah, the the only thing I did not like about this was that it was very abrupt. He's like there, and then boom, he's gone. <laughs> and yeah, he leaves them in the left, like uh, yeah, like like what do we? Well, I mean, I think it's interesting that he needs to get back, and he transforms and he flies off. But they're like, wait, we want to go with you. Right. <laughs> you, we don't have ships, so we don't get trip. Um, please tell me you got that. I, I got it. Okay. Just want to make sure. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah. So, I mean, I I think it's good in a way that we leave it off on this first issue. And I know the second issue is coming out, I think, uh, next. Yeah, probably next month. Most Next likely. month, yep. Yeah. Uh, that we kind of leave it off on a cliffhanger like, oh, shit, what do we do now? But yeah, and the one thing I did not know about any of this Void's rival stuff or the Hasbro thing or Image or Skybound or anything, the one thing I did not know, and somebody else told me for an episode I had already recorded that it'll be out this week, next week, no, ne- no, next week, um, that they're calling this the Energon Universe. Well, that makes me think that Energon is going to play a key part in all of this. Hence why I'm like, why are they making them drink yellow piss? Why are they making them drink yellow energon? Uh, making a jet fire drink yellow energon. That's why I asked you what the energy was, because right. I was like, hmm, could that be some form of new energon that we don't know yet? I mean, they introduced red energon back in prime. Speed energon. <sighs> Hasbro getting kids to do drugs. Don't do <laughs> drugs, kids. Yeah, so I'm, I'm, like I said, I'm very curious to see where this goes. Uh, I'm especially interested now that we know that there's going to be a Transformers ongoing series, an mm-hmm. ongoing GI Joe series. I'm very curious to see how this Void Rivals fits into that universe. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So Void Rivals is, I believe, it's going to be an ongoing for the most. I, I, it, I do not see anything here saying or anywhere else saying that it's a specific six issue series to launch. Right. Skybounds. Transformers, it's the Energon universe. They, they've got it already set up. And uh, what do you think of the art on Optimus Prime here for the cover teaser that we got? Yeah, so that's uh, still, yeah. So that's what I wanted Sorry, to from yeah, jumping ahead. No, that's fine. That's one of the things I wanted to talk about. Um, so yeah, at the end of the at the end of the comic here, there is a, um, I don't know, what do you call it, a preview panel? Yeah, it's a preview page. A preview page of uh, Transformers number one. Uh, it says, you know, October 2023. Below yep. that, it says Duke number one, December 2023, and then Cobra Commander number one, January 2024. And I have a few thoughts about that. too. <laughs> um, <laughs> but in terms of this, I, maybe it is a preview of the uh, issue number one. Maybe it's just a, uh, a preview of a panel that's going to be in one of the future comics. I don't know. But what, when I look at this picture of Optimus Prime, what I do notice right away and if we right, if I go back a couple of pages here and look at Jetfire, what I notice right away is that the designs appear to be of uh, uh, very closely reminiscent of the Sunbow designs from. Yep. that's what I'm liking so far. Yeah, and I, I absolutely love those designs. So yeah, 
So this image reminds me, uh, granted, he's not like, he's on, oh man, how in the hell is it 2023 and I can make a boys to men reference in regards to Transformers. He's on bended knee, essentially, uh, because he's knelt down and there's an explosion behind him. But it reminds me of in More Than Meets the Eye. I would have said Iron Man pose, but... <laughs> okay, well, you know, <laughs> it is what it is. I, I, yeah, he's too big and bulky to be like. Not even, not even Tony's bulkiest Iron Man armor looks like Optimus Prime. Anyway, it reminds me of the scene where he first encounters Spike and Sparkplug in More Than Meets the Eye, and Sparkplug and Spike are like, "Where are you from?" He points up to this. We're from far away. We're from cyber. Like that's really because again, they're going with like the the sunbow design type stuff with the which I love. Like you said, yeah. I love that. I I'm very happy if this is. And I know that Daniel Warren Johnson is going to be both writing and doing the art for the series for Transformers. So it's going to be very interesting to see what and as you already pointed out jetfire very much looks like his generation 1 cartoon so yeah i hey i'm all for at first i thought like they were doing something specific with optimus's windows here like i thought there was going to be like some sort of like city mirage in his no they're just shattered glass yep yep which is fine so but yeah, no, man, I'm I'm excited. A lot of people I've talked to about this stuff that since the news hit, everybody is like, when can I be on the podcast? When can I be? On? I'm like, okay, calm down. We, we can't have more than four, three or four or five people on a Skype call without it turning into just all hell. But uh, yeah, no, everybody I've shared the news with, everybody everybody's excited about this. I'm excited about this Voids uh, series too, because again, I like new things. I don't always like new things, but when I'm introduced to new things and I latch onto them, I, I'm like a loyal dog with a bone. I very rarely will give it up unless I have to. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what Skybound does. And I'm, I'm excited for it. I, you know, Yep. IW didn't really leave me with, I don't know, that 2019 series. Don't go through what you're reading currently and then let Ryan and I know once you're done because <laughs> <laughs> we. I want to make sure I can, okay, if you liked that, you may want to skip 2019. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, uh, what I'm reading, uh, right, the what we've read of, of Void Rivals number one, I'm enjoying. I do mm -hmm. want to continue reading this to see where it goes. I'm very yeah. interested in seeing how it it ties into Transformers, how it ties into GI Joe. So yeah, I I want to continue reading this. By the time uh, Transformers comes out, we'll probably be five issues deep into Void Rivals. Okay. Because um, it's coming out monthly. Um, I again, I buy them digitally uh, on yeah. Amazon. I can already get up to issue three, like pre-order up to issue three. Um, and it seems to be releasing monthly. So if that follows that trend, then we should be up to about uh, issue five at that point, I believe. So we should know our, our protagonists from this series a little bit better than what we currently do. Yeah. Um, maybe there'll be another Transformer that pops up before we actually get Transformers number one. Don't know. Um, but yeah, who knows? To learn about that. Or do you think maybe we'll see anybody from G.I. Joe pop up? 
Uh, not unless they hit Earth. If if um, Derek and Selena or Salina or Saline, Miss whatever her name Salina. is. Salila, there you go. Uh, if they get to Earth, I could see them interacting with G.I. Joe, but G.I. Joe has never really been interplanetary, uh, so they may only interact with Transformers until they may or may not. I don't know where Void Rivals is going to go. So We're also unsure at this point kind of what the time period is Earth-wise. Right, right? yeah. If I've, so I've included some notes here from, uh, this is from thepopverse.com. This is Hasbro's VP of Global Publishing talking here. Uh, see, launching in October, sending around Optimus Prime and the rest of his team of Autobots now that, they've, now that they're stranded on Earth and removed from the war-torn Cybertron. So my question to you is, do you think this is sort of a, not necessarily a retelling, but sort of a, a redo of G1? Like, is, are we going back to the 80s? Everything is a redo of... G- Have you not been paying attention to Transformers the last well, 20 years? You got me the toys, I know that, yeah. But. Okay, but yeah, but like... And that's, again, new publisher, new place, new whatever. Of course, they're going to start with what... You know, that they're going to start with... Gener- no comic company, I think, would start in 1996 with Beast Wars. They wouldn't start there. They would start with G1. They would start with, of course, you're always going to use Optimus Prime, Megatron, Starscream, Sound, well, whatever, and we don't even know yet. But, like, you look at the core seven bots from Transformers, It all whether it's toys, comics, cartoons, movies, whatever, it's always those. It's always that, you know, core six, right. seven, or eight. And... I like I said, I'm perfectly fine with them starting wherever they're going to start. Like I said, I'm on board. You give me a cool G1 animated looking comic version of Optimus Prime. You give me the ultimate. I'm just too darn big to be sneaking around like this. You know, Jetfire on a on a planet who, and he specifically says it has been millions of years. So yep. we know. That whether it's been four million years or however many million of years it's been that we're going to, I don't know if this is because we haven't seen Earth, we haven't seen Earthlings, we haven't seen humans. We don't know if this is going to start in 1984, it could start in 1986, and who knows, Optimus might might not die. Who knows? You know. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, there is always one bot that can take his place and do a better job, but that's my own personal opinion. Now, if, if this series does kind of go back to the 80s, mm-hmm. uh, right, we've seen that recently with uh, right with the Bumblebee film, we've seen that with Rise mm-hmm. of the Beast. Um, if they go back to the 80s with this, do you, I mean, do you like that as opposed to kind of like just starting fresh in like, right, in 2023, for example? Yeah, because I mean, it's any fictional medium, no matter which medium it is, whether it's comics or written prose or you want something that is not current year. You want some, at least I do in my fiction. I want it to be fictitious. I don't want it to be like, you can go as far as 2056, which really isn't all that far away or, you know what I mean? But like, you know, you, you could go far flung into the future. You can go far flung into the past. Because let's face it, folks, next year is the 40th anniversary of, of Transformers, and we are 40 years away from where we started. Yep. So, yeah, I'm again, you also need to give that comic reader who has never read a single Transformers comic, you need to give that general audience 
Like, this is a great... I would recommend Void's Rivals number one to anyone who wants to jump onto a cool sci-fi thing, but also gets the bonus of, oh, hey, by the way, here's this character that is going to set you on a path. If you would like to check out Transformers, I would recommend this to any non Transformers fan if they would like to get into Transformers because they can start from the beginning without 40 years of baggage. Yeah, yeah. No, I would, I would absolutely agree with that. I was just going to say, I think if they go back and they start in the 80s, mm-hmm. which again, I, I really think that's what they're probably going to do based on the fact that they're using these Sunbow designs. I feel like yep. they're, they're shooting for a target audience. It'll probably be, have broad enough appeal so that anyone can come in. But I feel like they're really trying to target uh, a specific audience here. And if that, you know, if that's what we end up getting is like a, an 80s based <laughs> Transformers comic, I'm really, I'm really interested in, in obviously, right, being born in the 80s. I, I'm very nostalgic for that time period. Um, so I would really like to kind of see that happen and and kind of, uh, you know, see some 80, fun 80s things that pop up inside there. Um, whether it's like, uh, oh, we know we're going to uh, throw out this MTV joke or uh, we see like jazzercise videos like play in the background or something in a store display or, you know, just fun things like that. I'm, I'm, I'm very interested in kind of seeing where this plays out or how this plays out and where they go Absolutely. with it if they do Absolutely. happen to, to go back to the 80s. So, yeah, Absolutely. Most definitely. Um, so a couple of closing things here. Um, so I did want to note that the initial run has already sold out. Uh, there is going to be a reprint coming in July, uh, nice. which kind of gives away the uh, <laughs> <laughs> everything we talked about on page, uh, what was it, page 2019? 2019, 2021, 20, 20, yeah. 2021. 20, uh, so, um, yeah, those covers feature Jetfire right on the front. Nice. Uh, the, the one is just a, uh, uh, I guess, just a standing... Uh, version of Jetfire. The other one is a really funny parody of uh, Monster at the end of this book, which is <laughs> a uh, which is a Sesame Street book that my daughter actually has. Um, really, really funny, uh, really comedic drawing of Jetfire. If you haven't seen it, you can check nice. all the Transformer news sizes on there. But yeah, the last thing I guess I want to touch on here with you is uh, the GI Joe stuff. So right this this preview. Uh, page that we have with transformers it says duke number one december cobra commander number one january yep uh so why go with the name duke and cobra commander as opposed to gi joe and cobra so i think what i and i'm uh, speculating other than your lovely google document here i'm not looking at any news websites or anything like that (laughs) my speculation is is that because skybound has the Transformers and G.I. Joe license. If they have a G.I. Joe license, from what I know from recording my other podcast, that'll be out next week from my buddy who's a G.I. Joe nerd and who has read all 300 issues of the Larry Hama run, issue 301 of Real American Hero will be published under Skybound. So they are having G.I. Joe, a Real American Hero, continue from where it was at IDW. And so they're continuing on the X number of decades long stories from Larry Hama that they can. Okay. Hence why I think that's why you have the Duke series and the Cobra commander series. And I don't, the way I look at it is it's a similar, it could be a similar thing as to what IDW's more than meets the eye and robots in disguise was. So as you know, cause you're currently reading it, you're seven yep. issues. And I believe, yep. 
More Than Meets the Eye is the Rodimus show. It is the Adventures in Space. Yep. Robots in Disguise is Starscream and all his political bullshit on Cybertron. That's what Robots in Disguise is, at least for the first 30 issues or so. <laughs> so it's two very different stories. So maybe with Duke number one and Cobra Commander number one, Duke is the leader of G.I. Joe, Cobra Commander, obviously Commander of Cobra. It's a way to tell two different stories, even though the same guy is writing both series. Joshua Williamson, uh, <laughs> head head cheese over there at DC Comics. Uh, not head cheese, but one of the biggest pieces of, of, of writing godliness that DC has. He's writing both of these series. So that's going to be interesting to see how he writes each series and what each series is going to be because we don't know just by the title i assume duke's going to focus somewhere around duke and cobra commander is going to focus around him and the baroness maybe it's a maybe it's a mtv uh, what is it uh 16 and you're pregnant and maybe baroness is pregnant with with um destro's baby or something i i don't know but <laughs> you know what i mean like it, 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 you, who knows I do like that Transformers is in October. They take a, a month off of any new series. Yes, I'm sure we're going to have a Void's Rivals issue in November. I'm sure we'll probably have Transformers number two in November. But you take a month off of introducing any new series, and then in December, hey, it's Christmas time. Let's all gather around the christmas tree with uncle duke from gi joe and then in january oh it's the winter of our discontent let's all go spend time with cobra commander and it's a new year it's a new thing let's go and the universe is launched for what they want to launch it for now i guess i don't know are you interested in reading that series or those two series as well Oh yeah, I've already, so again, because I record things, pre-record them and all that stupid crap, my buddy Eduardo, who covered the IDW World on, G.I. Joe World on Fire and Castlefall with me, uh, he's already, uh, unless Steve Megatron, who I always give number one dibs to, unless Steve wants to do it, Eduardo and I are probably going to be covering Duke and, and Cobra Commander over on the pull bag, and then as far as... Transformers, I don't know yet. I assume Ryan and I are going to do it. We have not recorded our own separate speculation stuff that we're going to be doing next week on all things Transformers over at the GeekCast Radio Network. So you you heard it here first, folks. I have no idea what the <laughs> hell I'm doing. Well, I can say that at the very least, I'm going to check out the the first issue of all of them. You know, absolutely, yeah. yeah um, you always want to at least check out the number ones. Um. Yeah, so I mean, I guess just in closing here, I would say that, yeah, uh, kind of along the same lines that you said, if you're interested in sci-fi type stuff, I would check out Void Rivals number one. Uh, very curious to kind of see where it's going. Uh, I think it was a good first issue. Uh, I think once it got to the Jetfire stuff, a little less so, but uh, I think overall <laughs> it was it was a fairly good first issue that right is leaving me wanting to know and learn more. So I think that's good. Yeah. And again, that's why I think it's good that he didn't stick a, like the the, right. point, the point was for them to potentially, oh, this is just a ship. And then all of a sudden, holy shit, it, it, 
transforms into this ju- oh crap it's more than just a shit it's more than meets the eye it's a robot in disguise right. and but he doesn't stick around he leaves right so that's okay like i'm again perfect placement of a character that we know and he doesn't outstay his welcome in this new unique original series to skybound I mean, it leaves the protagonist wanting more. It leaves the yep. reader wanting more. So. Absolutely. I'm ready for next month. Let's go. So I think it, I think it did a great job in that, in that regard. All right. So I think that's it for our coverage here of Void Rivals number one. Uh, anything else you want to say in closing? Um, I guess just visit geekcastradio.com. We have got a bunch of stuff going on. We're in the middle of planning and hoping to get more than three people. Uh, to join <laughs> us in our... We actually have more than that, but... We, 25 it's, people it, it's hey the transformers one had 33 so there's you know <laughs> uh we are getting gearing up and getting ready to do the top 100 toys podcast project countdown so that's going to be happening we have uh, my buddy optimus solo kevin thompson has uh curated and and put together uh, along with steve megatron steve put together the visual guide kevin put together the text guide he has gotten together over 300 toy listings. So basically we're going to send an e- we've been sending emails out to people. Hey, do you want to join? Do you want to join? Here's all the research. Just pick from this list, make your list. And then that list will go into all the other lists that will end up making our eventual official list. If that makes any sense, but yeah, geekcastradio.com. Check it out. Um, all right. So I think that's it for, uh, this episode of whatever this is. If, if Mike and I happen to read void rivals, number two, maybe we'll be back on here again.